guys, welcome to Beat It Karen. I'm Ashlyn. And I'm Liz. Hey guys. And this is the weekly podcast for Black women, by Black women, where we can laugh, scream, cry in a judgment-free and most importantly, Karen-free zone. Yes, no Karens over here. And you guys know we like to get started with a Black-owned business. So Ashlyn, what do you have this week? This week we have, I don't know why I've been shouting out like kids stuff because like a few weeks ago I did puzzles. So this week it's um, a coloring book and it's called Color Me Bilingual and it's all um, teaching black and brown children um, Spanish so they're bilingual and stuff. And it's all black and brown kids um, on the coloring book. So, and then you know what? All you need to do is just get some brown and black pencils and you can draw in some little black babies. And I just love stuff like that because we did not have no black ass coloring books back in our day really like that. So it's Color Me Bilingual. Um, and get it on colormebilingual.com and go on their Instagram too. Okay. So, so how was this weekend, girl? So this weekend was really, really good, you guys. I actually traveled for the first time in like forever. And I was terrified. Like I was telling Ashley, like, girl, if I get COVID and I have been in this house, I am going to die. Um, but no, I was like, I had rubber gloves and all of that. So just so y'all know, I was very, very precautious while I was good. flying because I don't play that. But um, I went to North Carolina to go see my dad and like my whole side of that family. Um, and it was like this culture shock because it was just super country there and like <laughs> dirt roads and just stuff that I just like was looking like I don't, I don't think I could do this. <laughs> but I mean, it was just really, <laughs> it was a nice, it was a nice vacation. It was nice to see everybody, but I, I can never live there. I don't see how they do it. Yeah, well, hopefully we don't have no damn fans from North Carolina because we just lost them because y'all ass talking shit like that. <laughs> y'all know y'all know what y'all dealing with, though. <laughs> but I ain't even gonna lie. I was in uh, in New Orleans for my graduation, and I was like, damn, people are just so too fucking nice here. Like, every time I walk down the street, somebody want to say hi. Like, I was like, I'm in Chicago where niggas ignore your ass down the street. Damn, y'all always want to talk to me. Oh. But no, the South is really Southern hospitality. They always saying hi and trying to help you out. And Liz, honestly, y'all, I don't know. Liz better get the hell used to it because you're about to move to Atlanta in like two months, so. But to me, Atlanta is such big city. Like, it's yeah. still city but in the country i know we're gonna deal with like the country like once we be like drive around the outskirts and stuff but i still think it's gonna be more like city life than anything but i'm prepared i'm prepared and i i was i will say it was a relaxing experience because it's like what else are you gonna do all day but like you know smoke and just like do just random stuff all day they drink a lot moonshine uh, not, not moonshine, but it hasn't ever clear. I was like, never again, Lord. No. Oh, I ain't had ever clear since we was in college. <laughs> I know. Like, my stomach Ooh. hurt thinking about it. I was like, nope. I had wine. I'm like, I'll, I'll take some sangria. See, now, see, you know what? You're so mature because, you know, back in our day when we were some young whippersnappers, you'd have just taken it. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been like, we're going to drink whatever is there. My stomach just turns thinking about it. So this weekend I didn't, what did I, shoot, I forgot what the, 
what did I do this weekend? I don't even remember. So it must not have been that much. Y'all know I'll be just smoking so much. No, I gave myself a facial and everything because um, I got a new job too. Liz did too. We're going to talk about it. But um, so I gave myself a facial. I did a real self-care type situation. Um, I did some online shopping. I really cannot think of what I did completely this week. You know, the days just be like running together. Going by. So, well, it wasn't that bad. So there we go. Yeah, but um, speaking of us having jobs, that's what we talking about because, you know, in episode 10, y'all, we was two broke queens because we both was unemployed due to COVID. And what? We ain't no more. We getting paid, y'all. Oh, y'all. Both of us got a job. This turnaround, just, I just want to say. I just want to say, God, you just came right on time. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you. I wish y'all see me. I got my hands up in the air. <laughs> but I'm serious, though. I was oh, like, seriously, though, <laughs> y'all. I we were like going crazy. I was. I'll speak for myself. I was going freaking nuts. Not working and being broke at the same time. It just was not a cute combination. It was like. You got to pick a struggle, girl. And like, I mean, just the being by being at home, not being productive. I don't know what to do with myself. So like I was going to start crazy. I was sleeping all type of hours and oh, it was just bad. It was just it was a dark so tell us about your new job, girl. Yes. Yes. So I am a staff writer for a website called Showbiz Cheat Sheet. Um, so I was telling you guys, like I am, I have a blog, but I also, you know, write too. And, um, this job, I mean, it's a lot of entertainment stuff, but what I like about it is it's kind of like you pick the topic. So like, you know, if I want to talk about Meg and like some, she did at SNL or whatever, like I can do that. And it's a lot of flexibility, a lot of collaboration. So I'm super excited. They hooked your girl up in a lot of ways. So I, I'm just like so excited and I can take it to Atlanta with me, which is like the ultimate bonus. So it's just, it was just a blessing that came just out of nowhere. And I didn't even, like, I was like, this is too good. Like, I didn't even ask for it kind of thing. So I'm so happy for you. And like, it's such the perfect job. As soon as the list told me, like, uh, I got this job and I looked on the website, I'm like, girl, this is so you. So I'm so happy for Liz. I know she is going to rock it out because she is such a good writer and um i'm just so proud of you girl oh, thank you girl i love you i love you too <laughs> so tell us about your job because like literally this is ashlyn's like job okay y'all i gotta tell y'all like the story about my whole life though real quick not my whole life but earlier this year y'all know i um was working for a major hotel corporation and i thought it was my dream job y'all I had left a job that was toxic I was there for three years as soon as I got that job in March of 2020 two weeks later they furloughed my ass okay because of COVID because of that bitch ass nigga up in the White House who fucked everything up yeah I'm upset but and I'm like okay I'm gonna get this job again it's okay like COVID ain't gonna be that bad huh like life was so different in March we really in March and April we really did not think we'd still be here no. And 
um, uh, so I was furloughed for like three months and they terminated me, but they treated me so well. I have nothing bad to say about them at all. But I was like kind of sad and a little depressed y'all because not even because of the money situation. Cause y'all know if Ashlyn don't do nothing, she saves her coin. So I was cool with that, but it was just the fact like, you know, everybody's going through something worse. Like a lot of people are going through worse. So I didn't feel like it was right for me to complain, but I was complaining because this was my dream job, y'all. I just thought that this was the most perfect job. The team was great. And after being in a toxic situation at my old job, I was like, God, why now? Like, why would you put me through all that just for me to lose it? But what I tell y'all, God just be showing up and showing out. I got me um, a new job and I started today actually. And it is absolutely my job. It is, I'm making actually more money and it is completely mostly, not completely, but mostly diversity, equity, and inclusion. That is my entire role. So I'm a communication specialist for CUNA Mutual, which is a credit union um, company in Wisconsin. And it's completely remote, so I'll still go to um, Atlanta. But I get to talk about Black people, not just Black people, but I get to talk about different cultures. I get to teach people about different ethnicities and everything. And the team is just so perfect, y'all. Um, and so I'm a communication specialist. I'll be doing a lot of writing and stuff. And y'all, it's really just such a blessing. Like Liz was telling me I was gonna get something better, but I honestly thought that I was gonna be settling. And with all of the stuff going on this year, I did wanna do like dedicate my life. Like I have been really to diversity and inclusion and talking about black people. But I was like, I ain't gonna get no job where I'm really gonna be talking about black people. And I got a fucking job where I'm talking about black people. Like. God is so good and I just can't even believe that it happened. So I'm so happy that both of us literally got our dream jobs at the same time. Like shit happened for me and Liz so much. It's almost like we're the same person cause shit really do be happening. And honestly, like it's all coming together for us. It is, I mean, I, I didn't think it was gonna happen so fast. I was like, you know, 2021 is gonna be our year. But yep. for us, it just happened within a couple months. I'm like, this is such a blessing. This is only God. And it just lets us know what we're doing. We're on the right track. It's like, as soon as we said we were going to go to Atlanta, shit just started popping off. And I'm excited. I'm so happy for you because, like, this is exactly what the job that you said you wanted. Mm -hmm. You know, a couple episodes ago, you were saying you wanted to do that type of work. And you're doing it. You were talking about, like, years down the line. Girls, this year. Like, oh, I love you. Ooh, I love it. Y'all, like... It's so crazy because I have been praying for a job, but I really wasn't worried about getting a new job until I was like, we're moving to Atlanta. I'm like, I should get a new job. And um, I have prayed, like, I'm telling y'all, like early September, I was like, God, just give me the tools that I can have so that I can get a job. Don't give me a job, just let me do it. And I swear a week later, they called me for a job. And I'm like, you know, this year I have really restored my faith. Cause you know, um, COVID has scared the shit out of me. And I'm like, I have to turn to God if I don't turn to nothing. Cause I don't really have nothing. Like my, I was, I couldn't even hold a conversation y'all without crying. I was so anxious and everything. And I just been like, like God has been showing up for me. And I'm just so happy right now. Like we're at such a good point in our life. We can be positive. We can move and go to Atlanta and not have to worry about stuff. I'm just like, so thankful right now. Yes. Thankful. And in, in alignment like those are like the two words like I just think about like I just feel so at peace like I'm doing what I've been saying I want to do like this yeah. is, I have like 
you know, we're about to be really like in the city, like doing what we love to do. Like, I was just, I can't believe it. Especially girl, you know, you know, just a couple months ago, I was down and out. And for me to just just be like feeling just at peace. (laughs) My bitch was sad. (laughs) (laughs) I was not supposed to be funny. I know it's not funny, but you can laugh about it now. I can, I can, because, oh my gosh, you have to. (laughs) But yeah, like, we're just both in better places, and I'm just so excited to see what comes, you know, within this, you know, next chapter in our lives, like. Yes, and we're about to start um, looking, well, calling for the uh, apartments that we're looking for, and girl, like, so we ain't gonna be paying $900 for a two-bedroom, like I thought, like, people was talking Atlanta up so much that it was that cheap. Not that cheap. (laughs) No, but compared to Chicago, I'm paying what I'm paying for a one-bedroom, but I could get a nice two-bed, two-bath for what I'm paying for here, there, in Atlanta. It was a lot more space than like outdoor space. Like Chicago was really fucking. Re- and I live in Hyde Park, um, so it's a like we're just paying for the area too. Sometimes, so I'm just like, look, get me out of this cold ass. And that's another thing. I can't wait. I'm hoping like we're leaving in January. I hope I leave before it gets too too damn cold because January is usually when it hits. Mm-hmm. But. Think about this too. It don't. It stays cold in like Chicago until damn near May June. Now it's about to be um, warm in in March in Atlanta. I'm not gonna know what to do. Like not wearing a heavy coat. I'm not gonna know that life. Like not having to brush snow off of my car. Like that's crazy, <laughs> girl. But I'm gonna go crazy. I'm excited that we both going to be remote because, y'all, we trying to live in, like, as close as possible, like, uh, in the same vicinity because, like, why not? Especially because we going to be probably quarantining when we're there because Atlanta don't know how to act. And we can't really trust people that we just don't know with. That's what I meant to tell you. That is true. Atlanta does not care at all. I was, y'all, I was in Atlanta airport. People did not have on masks. People were eating and just not caring about anything. Were they six feet apart? No. They were just like sitting together having dinner with nothing, with no masks. And you know how small airport restaurants are. Yeah. Yeah. They were not social distancing. Like that. And I can, that was just the airport. I can only imagine what the city's looking like. So yeah, I will be quarantining for the couple months that I'm there. Yeah. Well, see, that's why we got to stay in like the same area because- we're going to be over each other's house. We might as well live close enough so that when we tired of each other, I can just walk up or walk down. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I see, that's another thing, y'all, because I ain't got no man. And I'm so thankful God never gave me a man, especially the man we thought I was going to have uh, in Chicago, because I have been staying up here in cold ass Chicago. Mm-hmm. And so I ain't got no man to cook for. So I can't wait to be able to cook for. Um, huh? said you do now yes you do now but Liz really my baby mom honestly like the only person that I love more than Megan Thee Stallion is Liz okay so and Liz you should feel real good about yourself because you know I do uh Megan okay no I know what that compliment means trust me (laughs) 
I am honored. honored, okay? Liz the Stallion, all right? You got to promise me, Liz, if you ever see Megan and I'm not with you or something, <laughs> you need to either FaceTime her or record her. You got to say, you have to make her say, hi, Ashlyn, or something. I will. Like, I will. I, no, I need you to do that. I will. Why wouldn't I? That and would be if you terrible. you saw her and she hugged you or something and I wasn't there and you weren't able to get a picture or nothing, just don't tell me because I won't, I'll never be getting Oh, they're going to say hug me so I can smell her or something. I no, gonna... no, don't even tell <laughs> you me. You just don't want to know at all? I don't want to know if you saw her and you couldn't get a picture. What? <laughs> Liz, it'll hurt too much because I'm you know, like, really you know I'm going to tweet. I saw Megan. Why would you do that if I didn't see Megan? Think about my heart. Okay. Think about okay. me. Okay. I'll just keep it in my memory. <laughs> Think about me. Think about me. You know that would hurt me more than anything. <laughs> it would. I'll be like, oh, I'm I'm happy for you. But then be all upset. Like, but bitch, where the fuck was I? Why didn't you get a picture? Do you really want to go through that? I really don't want to go through that because you would have all the questions. Liz, you didn't have your phone. <laughs> Liz, your friend Rip didn't have a phone. Where the fuck was you at? What the hell? Was you in Timbuktu, ho? Was you under a cave? Shut up. Was you underwater, ho, that your phone wasn't working? <laughs> nope. I don't, nope. You're right. You don't want to go through that. I don't. I really don't. I'm just going to be like, you know what? It happened, and she just never needs to know. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah. And I don't even want you to take a picture. Like you said, what's the benefit of me even telling you that I saw her? And I don't want a picture of you with her either. I want a whole picture of her. Now you asking for too much. What if that's the only picture she allows me to take? <laughs> I got to take it of her because of your ego? It's not about ego, it's my love, bitch. By your love, by your obsession. It is an obsession. I don't even understand why. But you know what? Like, I'm not obsessed. With, you know how some people won't even let you say anything bad about Beyonce? I'm not like that with Megan. If you don't like her music, you don't like her music. There's some songs I don't even like of hers, but I, I love her as a person. That's yeah. even though I don't know her, I just like everything that she's been through. And I think she's such a role model for Black mm -hmm. women. Amazing. We talk about her too much, but we're about to talk about her again because um, <laughs> this week, my bitch um, uh, was in the first um, episode of the new season of SNL with Chris Rock, and she performed the Savage remix in a cold-ass black and white little outfit and backdrop and a little creative area thingy. I don't know where I'm trying to go with that, but... Um, and she made a statement, and this is what I love about her, and I love about a lot of um, artists is that she used her platform for good, because she put she had in her in the backdrop protect black women, and then in her um, in between her performance, she was like, we need to protect black women, we need to protect black men, and what got me is in the performance she did like bullet holes in her in the back of her performance, and I'm like, damn, like, I can't even like. She is really the black part woman that we should have been protecting and everything. And then the bullet holes, it was just so much. It was just such a beautiful statement. And she even talked about that punk ass Louisville, Kentucky um, mayor or whatever he is, who is a bitch ass nigga. And you know, the, um, 
I'm just talking. I'm sorry. You know the speech that ta- uh, that Tamika Mallory had said about him That's being the one. That she she put that, that out there. I, I really just love that so much. It was so good. Like that was such a good presentation, and I just think she is just saying what needs to be said. And it came at the perfect time because it's like we ain't protecting Brianna Taylor. We're not protecting Megan. We're not, you know, hear us on SNL on this very white platform mm-hmm. um so I just love her I love that she did that I love that she didn't you know she took the opportunity to do it and it was so um timely and again in the adversity of that you know shit that Tory Lanez was doing you know but in the midst of all of that she still comes out on top and we're still talking about Megan as it should be Right, and damn near, I know people like, damn, y'all always talking about Megan, but Megan always give us shit to talk about. Yeah. I mean, don't get mad at me, get mad at her. She the one that keep doing always, it. Always doing something. I mean, she's just, every month this year, she has just been, you know, outdoing herself and, like, breaking records and making all these strides. Like, what else are we going to talk about? Come on. You know? But speaking of another black woman who is always doing her thing, my girl Rihanna. Riri! No, bitch. She's Robin right now. Sexy. He is Robin Fenty, Esquire, okay? <laughs> she, my bitch said, fuck music. I am so done with music. Like, empires. I don't, I don't mind it. I love everything that she does. So I'm like, if you come out with music, girl, great. If not, I'm support your other stuff you got going on. But um, so she came out with season two of the Savage Fenty Runway show. So it's the second one for her. And um, what I love about Rihanna is that, you know, if you watch her shows, you watch anything that she does, she celebrates diversity. And she did not, Absolutely. not disappoint with this. I, like, I would say any anybody could really feel represented in there. I mean, she had... Lizzo looking amazing, performing brown, she performed brown sugar. She had uh, plus size models um, that are just, like you see them on Instagram all the time. Um, Demi Moore, who was 57, looked amazing. Yeah. Um, Willow. I mean, she, just so many people just came out and she had Lunel. Did you see that? Yeah, she even had, um, Lunel is is the shit. Mm -hmm. But she even had the, you know, the men's Fenty now. She had Diddy's son on there. I love that line. So, like, when I finally do have a man, me and my man going to both be wearing Fenty. My Fenty panties, his Fenty, his Fenty underwear, too. Like, we a Fenty household, okay? And she had, like, for the, like, the chunky guys. Yeah. And honestly, we know we love, it's about to get cold. We love us a chunky guy. I do love a thick man. I do. Oof. You know, like Diamond on P-Valley, that's a nice little thick mm-hmm. right there. But he's not thick. He probably got muscles. But the guys that she had on there did have a little jelly roll, and I liked it. I liked it, too. She's just, I mean, she just uses her brand to really, she truly does what these fashion companies want to do and mm-hmm. try to act like they not, all of a sudden are embracing, you know, equality and diversity and all of that and Rihanna has been doing it since jump you know she came on Fenty Beauty for so many shades of colors of women and now she's doing the same thing with you know Savage where she's representing all different types of sizes so and I know like I'm good I was saying I know for like the plus size community like I will say a lot of people do kind of come down on her because she doesn't necessarily represent all types of plus sizes like Honestly, I I can't wear her bras. Like, 
Now, I gotta say, in Rihanna's defense, you got some big old titties, okay? Not that you from my was like me with big old titties as well. You're right. No, you are right, but I'm just saying, Liz, now you know them big old things. No, but you are right. Everybody deserves it. But I think that she's starting the conversation. And even if she's not the one that does it, I don't think it's going to be too far off for women with um, your big old boobs to wear them, you know? But you know, can't you know, like a little camisole or something. Just don't wear them. If you're doing it for a man, don't wear a bra. There you go. Just that's what I'm saying. I can wear like her, like her lingerie stuff. So I'm like, hey, that's that's that. Yeah. But as far as the bra, uh, she ain't got my size. Yeah. Would you know what I was saying when I, oh, I'm, I'm sorry when I interrupted you. She reminds me a lot of Megan too. Like, think about it. She started off with this music all young and stuff. And um, she went through an abusive relationship. Remember when she got beat with, uh, um, by, um, what's his name? Chris Brown. And we're saying, what's his name? Like, she's catapulted even his, his career and he's a big deal and she came out with her you know she changed her look up her style like she became a good girl gone bad made all these um you know awards and everything made all this music and now she is like a fashion beauty icon like and that's why like black women like her and megan just get me get me like so riled up and inspired because you know sometimes it do feel like when you go through some really fucked up stuff that that is it like you just gonna willow away and die and they did not and and like the stuff that they went through was really public and the topic for a lot and megan is not even getting the damn justice that she she gets so and, and for her to just keep on going, she's grinding even harder now, it seems, like, just because. I just have so much respect for, for them, and I have respect for women who just keep pushing. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's, with Megan's situation, it's nonstop. Like, even with Rihanna, she kind of took a break in between that abuse and all of that. She kind of took a break from it. But with Megan, it's just been, like, it happened, and she just keeps continuing to just, like, the work is going to speak for herself, like that type of thing, which is just like, as black women, we know that we have to keep pushing, you know, through. You sometimes you just have to push through difficult times, but it can seem like it's never going to happen. So I do love seeing women like that say like, no, you got to keep grinding and because the work doesn't stop. Yeah. You know, you're going to face bad stuff anyway. You might as well get paid for it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get paid while you're doing it. Get paid. All right, y'all. Thank you for rocking out with us. Um, this is Beta Karen, and I am Ashlyn. And I am Liz. Make sure you guys follow us on Spotify and Google Play. And on social media, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Beta Karen. Bye, Bye guys. guys.